What's up, everyone? You're listening to At The Bridge Pod, episode 15. And today, we're going to be talking all about the FIFA 20 ratings that have just come out, as well as analysing the FIFA 20 demo, and also going to be previewing the Wolves game. I'm your host, Mikey, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. So let's get this episode on the road. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At The Bridge Pod. I'm your host, Mikey, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Hello. We've just rode the end of the international break wave. So that's that done till next month. There seems to be a lot coming up. Yes. Yes, yeah. that, you are right there. It'll yes. Around so quickly, the international it break. It really will. It's, it's not quite. Yeah, it's not quite the uh, Nations League. But hey, you know, we had some no. decent games. Yeah. So. We've got a little predictions update because two things have happened that kind of affect our little predictions. I got one right, which we kind of expected it would have probably didn't expect it to happen so soon. But Mason Mount got his England call up and he played. Yeah, well played. Well. Great, great for him. You know, he didn't play too much, came on as a sub, but he still played. And that was a lot earlier because of his incredible start to the season. So fair play to him. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's deserved. He definitely deserved it. He's played really well. Been probably our best player of the season so far, I'd say. Easily. Right. And I think and he'll then, become a, uh, an important player for England and Chelsea as the years come by. Yeah, for sure. And then another prediction, which we've both, I, I flunked on. I don't know whether you picked this guy as well, but Javi Gracia has been sacked. Who did I pick? I went with Roy Hodgson or Graham Potter, I think. I can't remember my prediction now. I did say Gracia last season, but that, that didn't work out. <laughs> I, I still feel, though, that that's a really strange decision by Watford. I know they haven't had the best start to the season, but I, still I think it's over, it's over the last 30-odd games, apparently, not 30 games, uh, a bit less than that. They've like dropped off in their form. It's been like, dreadful, apparently, apart from the FA Cup run. And then they brought back Kike Sanchez-Flores. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's it's like the strange time thing travel. About it. Like, what? What, what a strange oh. decision. It, it's honestly, I love the guy. I thought he was harshly done by the first time he got was sacked. But you know, he he's been back to his former club before. He's been back to Getafe before. Yeah. But that didn't too, work out too great. But the point being, I guess he kind of knows the the club, knows the squad. So there's not really that bedding period of new styles, etc. So in a way, yeah, it makes some right. sense. Yeah, I guess some so. I guess so. some sense. So. We'll go straight into our game preview of Wolves. We've got, got some actual team lineup news with injuries today, as Lampard did do his press conference. Yes. We're obviously a yeah. three o'clock kickoff tomorrow. Today, if you're listening to it Saturday. Pedro, Kovacic, Rudiger are all back. And Golo Kante will miss out due to his knock. So how do you feel the team's going to line up with those three coming back? Uh, just going back to Kante, I still think he'll be a massive, massive miss. Especially, especially if our Wolves play, they're very much a counter-attacking sword. They break very quickly. And Jorginho, Kovacic, they don't quite have the pace that Kante has to get back. So he will be a No, there is that risk, yeah. But having, having said that, I think Kovacic, the way he's started this season, he is, is, it's great that he's, he's fit and ready to play. Um, I think Pedro, again, he's actually not been too bad this season, I don't think, personally. So it's, it's more depth. yeah. Oh, when Kovacic obviously pulled out of the Croatia squad, there was a bit of a worry because he's done so well this season. Yeah, Thankfully, yeah. it's nothing too serious and he is fully fit. He's been trained. Rudiger's going to be a crucial key to our defence tomorrow. Well, I think he's the main one. I think he is the one that we've missed the most, to be honest, because Rudiger is 
he's such a presence and he, he you know he's not he's not clumsy like like um Sumer is he can be rash sometimes but I, he looks quite secure on the ball he's, he's always been a leader yeah he gives yeah. that leadership quality so that kind of you kind of feel more confident that he'll be able to command Organized. that defense a bit more yeah, yeah. it'll be a shame to lose Kante because obviously he is our world class player in our squad now without course, Hazard yeah. but you know you don't want to it's better to have him fully fit than to rush him back and he gets injured it's just just go with that process it will it should be all right i mean we wolves haven't won this season in the league no so no, it's, it's this isn't it's the wolves game. of last season i don't feel uh you, like you said in, in your notes they sent over to me as the europa league played a slight part in that i don't know um other teams around have just got better that's the question it's possible. I mean, they've played four, lost one, drew three. Yeah, yeah. That's the same. You know, that's not not great for them considering no, their expectation no. this season. No, yeah. You know, you right. and if we beat them, which I would like to feel we should, mm, I've got a bad brings- feeling. I've got a bad feeling. Wolves at Wolves away is always a tough game. It always yeah. has been from obviously since their new ownership and new players that have been brought into their team. You know, the key matchups this are going to be Jimenez and Yota versus our defence. That's quite obvious considering how we've conceded a fair few this season. Well, like I said to you a minute ago, they do counter-attack very quickly, Wolves, and I feel that's why we've been very vulnerable this season. You look at the Man United game with... Uh, they ripped us apart in the counter-attack in that second half. And I feel if we're not careful, Wolves could do that to us as well. Well, only Norwich have conceded more goals in the Premier League this season with 10 to our nine. Oh. That's it's a, that's a worry straight away. But, you know, I'm not going to start knee-jerking on it. I feel that, you know, when you think, you thought at the start of the season, Palace would be the team to falter. They've conceded two goals all season. Mm. They're the best defence yeah. Which it just blows my mind that does. Uh, to be fair, the way Roy Hudson sets up, you can see why they always well, while they've not conceded so many goals, to be fair, he's always quite sets up his teams as being quite resolute and quite solid at the back. I know they may not have the strongest names on the pitch, but Gary Cahill's there, who's a good leader and organizes a team well. So you can see what they've only conceded to. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting for them alone. I mean, other than the him and Yotta versus our defence. Where do you feel, what we, what would be the key matchups other than that? I do think midfield would be where the key matches line up. I think if Neves and Matinho got on the ball, that, that, you know, if they dictate the play, we were in trouble. Um, so we've got to press them quickly. And if we do that, I think we'll get a lot of success. And I also think with always playing their full, uh, wing-back system, I think Aspidacuera is going to have a tough time, especially if Traore is on that wing as well and he starts Traore. You know, I think the wing backs need to be dealt with as well. So I think that's where the key matchups will be. What about yourself? So, I, I'm actually a bit more confident with this, other than the Raul Jimenez and Jota sort of situation. They don't have Willy Bowley, if I'm right, because he's suspended. Uh, yes, okay. I might be wrong. I will quickly look this up. I'm pretty sure he misses out. Yes, he is missing out tomorrow with a uh, with the suspension because of his red card against Everton in the previous game. Right, yes, of course, I've got you got. Uh, he's a key, part, you know. He's a key part of that defence. Mm. And what you got to think about as well is Connor Cody's. I mean, he's not naturally a defender, so you know, especially with Tammy Abraham's pa- uh, pace, who I think will play. 
could cause them some problems, especially if they play. It'll probably be Vallejo they're playing for Bali. So that'll be his first game in the Premier League. So if we sort of try and attack him and get him behind him, I think he might get some success. But it depends if they're bringing Roman Sice. Sice. Yeah, they could, they could bring him back, to be fair. Um, who knows? I suppose it'll be either Sice or that Vallejo, but... I think Bolly's uh, a big miss. So, Cute. And, and from corners, because we've not been yeah, great at yeah. set pieces. And obviously, Bolly going up for a, a header in the uh, when it's the corner, that always worries you, no matter what well, team Wolves are playing. So the fact that we don't have threat, that threat. Yeah, yeah, without that threat, I feel a little bit more secure in our defence, which is always a nice sort of feeling. Yeah. No, it'll be a big miss for Wolves, but I think it, it'll help us. But it's just all about that attack versus defence sort of mentality. Hopefully, yeah. we've learnt some things over the first opening four games. We're, mm. we're going to adjust our tactics a bit. Frank will do that. Well, I, I think we do need to press them, especially in midfield, which is what we have been doing. I think I think Mount has to play. Uh, Kovacic, will, I think, will have to play as well. Just to get that energy in midfield and, and pressing in midfield, to be honest. Because I think if Martinho and Nevers get on the ball and start picking their passes, that's where we'll, we'll uh, have some problems. Um, yeah, looking back at the... Obviously, Wolves have played Burnley, Everton, United and Leicester. The three draws obviously coming against United, Leicester, Burnley. I feel that over the international break, tactics-wise, Lampard's probably going to have... He's going to work out what went wrong, maybe substitutions as well. That That's pretty straightforward. I mean, mm. you know, I, I'd like to think if we go 1-0 or 2-0 up, up, and then there's obviously that 75-minute mark, we just bring on a more defensive head. Don't yeah. really go for that. You know, we, do, we need to sort of see games out, especially at Molyneux. It's going to be a tough, tough place to go. United have obviously gone, struggled. Burnley have gone. Burnley have put in a good performance. I don't see why we couldn't. It no, just has to enough. be. It has to be done. I mean, prediction-wise, I'd say. Oh, I still think it'll be a very. You know, actually two 0 purely because we've been so attacking and Wolves haven't looked great. Willy Bolio, I feel that we could get at them and we could get. We could we could get something here. We have to. I mean, obviously, it might be all this transitional period and everything, but we have to get something. I like think, a, a win, mainly, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah, we need a win. We definitely need a win. It, uh, it's, it's a must. Yeah. I think it'll be... I definitely think we'll concede. But I do think if Georgino gets on the board and we press their midfielders like I know we can, we will get some space. And I think we'll get beyond them a few times. So I'm going to go with 2-1. That's a fair point. I mean, how do you feel that Wolves will fare this season? Um, I do feel that Leicester are stronger than them, and I think Everton are as well. So I think with Europa League, I think eighth, ninth is probably about where they'll finish. Yeah, I can't see them breaking into the top six, not with the because we've you know when you get that extra European football, those extra games, those Thursday night games, it does take a toll, you know. And then if yeah. injuries creep in, you know. It just can be one massive. There's a lot going on, and you're juggling a lot, and you've got to start resting players. Uh, it, it, it's difficult. It is very difficult, and obviously Wolves haven't experienced this before, as Burnley didn't last season. No, and they haven't got the biggest of squads either. I know their squad isn't bad, but they haven't got a massive squad to pick from, have they? So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they do after their Europa League games, especially. So, it, 
it's a bit of a shame because obviously we haven't seen Patrick Crotone yet, and obviously with my I keep an eye on Milan in Syria. Mm. He was he was so good for them. Yeah, you know, yeah, he had such a good burst. As well, another player that's not sort of done himself. He hasn't played as well as last season. He's Johnny, the uh, the wing back. Yeah, wing back. He he hasn't really. It's and it's a bit strange. I don't know whether it's such a second season syndrome or whatever, but he just hasn't been at the level he was previously. I suppose it's it's early on in the season, so it's hard to judge players after four games really. But I know what you mean. But I think Wolves haven't been themselves this season so far. Um, going back to Catron, I've watched him against Everton a couple of weeks ago and he, and he did look sharp. He was unlucky not to get a goal, to be honest. Pickford made some good saves. So I think he will get goals. He just needs a bit of time, like most people do. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fair shout. I mean, obviously he had that really good season at Milan two years yeah. ago when he got 10 in 28 and he, he was he looked really good and then obviously not so much last season and then they brought in Christoph Piontek and then obviously they sold him onto Wolves, which I still feel it's a good, good buy. You know, yeah. he's still t- he's twenty one. He, he's got so much potential there as well. So you know, it could all. T- and with the Europa League games, he's going to play. Yeah, and he will get goals. I think he'll get the service as well. So we just got to give him a bit of time to settle in. I, I think he'll, as soon as he gets one, he'll, he'll get more and more. So I've gone for two nil. You've gone for two one. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get a win. I don't care how many goals we score or concede, as long as we win. That's yeah, all I don't that care matters. If it's five four, as long as we just get some points on the board, get a win on the board. Exactly. So we'll jump straight into our little, main, well, our big main topic, FIFA ratings, the extravaganza we've got going on. And, you know, first up, I'm just going to go icons and the outrageous decision on Kaka's rating, I must admit. You know, I might not mm. care too much about Ultimate Team this year for, you know, what happened last year on FIFA 19, but Kaka has been screwed over here. He's prime icon, 91 rated and 91 pace, 86 shot. I just thought, what? No, well, he's, he's so quick when he's prime when he won the Ballon d'Or. My um, my mate messaged me the other day saying, uh, "Do you think they've done an injustice to Kaka for only having him ninety-one?" And yes. I, thought, mm, I don't know. And he was like, "Well, he's won the Ballon d'Or. He won the Ballon d'Or. I suppose he was the best player in the world before Messi and Ronaldo. So you've got to that is so a, true. a bit of a higher rating than ninety-one, surely. And I've looked at his stats, and I do feel that. I think his passing is, is like low 80s. His shooting's 86 on his prime card. So it's a strange one. I, they, I yeah. Think, I, I tend to agree with you and my friend that he has sort of got quite a low range, really, and he should be higher. It's, when you think, I mean, I just think back to obviously this is this is Kaka, you know, yeah. Ballon d'Or winner. He did, he had six, at least six seasons of incredible displays for Italy, for, Italy, for AC Milan, you yeah. know, Champions League winner. Serie A winner. Mm. <sighs> you know, he was part of that Real Madrid side that broke the 100-point barrier as well. I do think people forget how good Kaká was. Cause Easily. Because obviously, you know, modern day, you, you sort of forget. Te- I mean, it's 15 years ago, obviously, when I think he won the Ballon d'Or in like 04 or 05, maybe? I think it's a bit later than that. I think it might have been 06 or 07, I think, anyway. Uh, I'll have a quick peek. Let's have a look. Did he win it? Ballon d'Or. He won it. Oh seven. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I just don't understand. I don't. I've never understood how they do the ratings anyway, because some of them are just crazy, like no, pace and strength. One. And you think, what? I don't know how it works. I should. If I look into, it, I'm probably sure it's pretty easy to find out. But meh. It, it's, it's such a. It, there's like you know when you get hashtags trending and fix the uh, 
six cacas rating like you know this is kicking off this is kick you know but well, I think, um, yeah. as, as you know I'm a big Ormond team player and Ormond team fan and I do feel that you know Kaka isn't really a player that I'd want looking at his stats now his stats don't <laughs> no, really appeal to me and that shouldn't be right for Kaka he should be like 93 at least I think 94 maybe so true I mean the rest of the icons you've got obviously you've got Zidane who's going to yeah. be on the cover of the, the Ultimate Icon or whatever edition. He's a 96 raid. We'll just go purely for their their main prime cards. Yeah. Just, just it's so much easier. Zidane, 85 pace, 92 shot, 96 passing, 95 dribbling, 86 physical. I, I, I just think of 2006 World Cup Zidane and 2002 World Cup Zidane. Yeah, I good, mean... Fair ratings. I mean, it, it, I guess we always forget how good he was as well. I mean, yeah, again, he was just sensational and he just made the game look easy. I mean, that volley he scored against, I think it's Brian Leverkusen in two The weaker foot. That is why, just yeah. to hit that volley like that and to score a top corner in a Champions League final. Not many players could have done that. You know, it's just a shame that someone else would later go on to play for Real Madrid and do the exact same sort of thing and score a better goal. Well, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you know, so you then got Pep Guardiola which I, mm. I think many younger players will actually just be like, what? Yeah, was, people seem to forget player. that he was actually a really, really good player as well. Yeah, his his prime card is 90-rated CDM, you know, 78 pace, 88 passing, 88 defence, 81 dribbling, 83 physical, 65 shot. I don't, I don't remember him too much as a player. I really don't, so I can't really comment too much. No, I think he was sort of, I was about six or seven when... He's sort of at the end of his career, but the card itself looks an okay card. I won't say it's the best card going, but for a CD, I think it's a decent card. And he was a good player back in the day. So yeah, those uh, ratings are probably fair. Yeah, it'd be great to have him in a team and then Guardiola's your manager as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> celebrate celebrate yeah. with yourself. Yeah. Next up. I th- uh, sorry, sorry. Well, celebrate with yourself. I think you need to reword that. Yeah, that's that's not great. I mean, like, you know, you know what Kids I mean? Kids could be listening to this. Yeah, that's not great. That. Yeah, that's awkward. Ronald Koeman, <laughs> Netherlands manager, Barcelona legend, 91 rated card, centre-back. What a free- He had such a good free kick on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, what can we say about his free kicks? That's if He might be from a yesteryear, so to speak. But if you haven't seen his free kicks, just go look at, look them up on YouTube. They are insane. He could hit a ball, couldn't he? He really could hit a ball. Ridiculously good shot on him. I mean, people we, always talk about Roberto Carlos, but Ronald Koeman was doing it a long time before he was. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's strong foot. He might have been a right-footed player, but damn, he's just got... He's just, honestly, I'll be interested to see what his free kick stat is. Yeah, oh, that'll be really good. That'll it's got, it's be got really to be 96. Good. It's got to be. It has yeah. to be. It's next up, a really good card as well. Yeah, for sure. Card. You know, it's yeah. for a centre-back as well. I mean, next up, we've got the legend that played for Chelsea, Michael Essien. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I've been actually looking at this card and thinking, you know what? This is a really good card. It is. It's, it's got high physical, high defence, decent pace. It, what can you... Pair him with, say, Makaleli or Kante. Wow. Well, I've been thinking about this, and I think I might actually do a Chelsea Legends team. I'm, I'm the new FIFA. Yeah, someone said you could do almost a Chelsea Legends team, because obviously Crespo, Veron, maybe. Uh, 
yeah, Essien Drogba and Zola and obviously AC Milan have got almost the exact same sort of amount of players in the team now, uh, icons yeah. in the game now that you could do a similar team as well. Yeah. Again, none of these cards will probably be able to afford, but... No, you know. that's true. Next up, Zambrotta, World Cup yeah. winner. I don't I, I just feel, is he an icon, really? Is he? Well... <laughs> I think there should be people ahead of him, but how Cafu isn't an icon yet, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's something to do with like licensing issues maybe i feel yeah, licensing is all and obviously pez also has the licensing for certain players as well like i think they have cruyff as well beckham beckham's the one i'm thinking i'm sorry yeah yeah so right, right. yeah that's that's i think it's pez have legends cards now yeah that's yeah, what do, they yeah. sort of have them so that's probably why certain kenny dalgleish Next up, 92 rated. I don't remember too much about him as a player, but he's got high pace and high shot. So he'll be popular. Yeah, I mean, I'd go Lineker last year and I thought he was terrible. And I think Kenny Dalglish <laughs> would be kind of like him on this one, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's a possibility. I mean, John Barnes as well on the list. And John Barnes could be all right. I think his winger cards would be better than his cam cards. So. I, I just, see, whenever I think of John Barnes, I, I genuinely just think of World in Motion. I don't have yeah. any memories of them playing, obviously, because I was ridiculous. I wasn't born, so. <laughs> well, I think everyone remembers his rap. And I, people older than us will probably remember his playing career, but people our age will probably only remember his rap. And that's yeah. It. And obviously, next up, Ian Wright. I um, know him for being a pundit and being the father of Sean and Bradley Wright Phillips. But yeah. he was he was a good player. I mean, obviously, I've, mainly I've seen him at the Palace highlights when he was there. He He was an incredible player. Yeah, Arsenal, well, was the Arsenal all-time goal scorer at one point until... Exactly, you know. along, so, yeah. Another be top... a good card, actually. Yeah, and then Ian Rush. Yeah. Man with a great moustache. I might just get him just for the moustache, to be honest. You could, if you could... I don't know many players with a moustache. I honestly can't think of any. I don't Which think is... anyone's had a better moustache than him in football. I think Rude Hullett had a moustache at some point. Yeah, I feel, Rude, I feel that, Rude Hullett that could had be... his hair... It's legendary hair. That's true. Saw, so. True. Um, Another striker I don't know too much about, Hugo Sanchez, Mexican striker. I mean, his stats look really good, but again, I think he's a bit before our time. I think he played for Real Madrid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's possible. That does ring a couple of bells. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Next up, a legendary winger for Brazil, Berincha. Yeah, I was actually talking to my dad about him the other day, and he said, what was his name? I think my dad said they called him the Sparrow. Or something like that. Oh, okay. Which is kind of interesting. Nice little fact for you. Oh, yeah. nice. See, I only knew about him through like different football, like documentaries, and obviously, yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. What happened after his playing career and how he sort of passed away, which you know, it was quite a sad sort of story, really. Yeah, yeah. But from him as a player, I mean, he seemed to have been an incredible player in that Brazil side. Yeah, I think it was the 1970 World Cup he was in. I think. Ooh, I'm not too sure. I don't know when he retired. I think he retired in like he apparently stopped playing for Brazil in 1966. Ah, right. Okay, so I was wrong. So yeah, that's <laughs> you know another obviously another Brazil icon that's been added to the game, Carlos Alberto. Yes, wow. one of the all-time greatest World Cup goals. I don't know if you've yeah, that that's it was some 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 incredible goal that is. I can't probably the best team goal you'll ever see. You know, and the final two. Andrea Perlo. You know what? His card's terrible. I've looked at it and his card's awful. I'm, I'm looking at it now and 
He's got a high passing stat, but other than that, yeah. it's like... You take away uh, his passing and he's just a normal card. It depends how FIFA works this season. You know, obviously, we'll go on to the demo in a bit. Yeah, but yeah. usually that is how... If it's all pace related, that card gets thrown away because you can't... Yeah. You know, when you play online, which is the whole point of Ultimate Team, you can't use it. No, true, true. You know, so we'll go to the absolute legend of Chelsea, Champions League penalty scorer, Didier Drogba. Great yeah. card. It's got the three three stats that everyone cares about. Physical, 90. Pace, 90. Shot, 92. Wow. Looks an unbelievable card, to be honest. I want him right now. <laughs> He'll be the first icon. I get, I think. I'm just Look, yeah, I can see. I mean, eight, he's 87 rated, looks like, when he was at Marseille or when yeah. he just joined Chelsea. He's 89 yeah. rated, looks like, from when he's last, when he won the Champions League for us. Yeah. 91, I can't, maybe that was probably 07, 08, maybe. Maybe 10, 2000. Yeah. When he was obviously at his prime, which yeah. you can't argue about. No. Not at all. I mean, I've never owned an icon card. Never in my, I mean, I've got enough money on FIFA 19 to sort of buy one if I wanted, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I owned, I think, about four or five at one point last year. I had, um, had Rude Hullet, who was probably the best card I've ever had. And he was, honestly, I recommend him to any FIFA player. If you ever get Rude Hullet, who was a 90 card I have, you must keep him and you must play him because he's probably the best card you'll ever get. I heard good things about him. Yeah. Really good. He's like, imagine Yaya Toure, like mix of Dennis Bergkamp, mix of Sergio Aguero, mix of every other really good player you've ever played with. Yeah. And that's really it, Ridiculous. And a, a Chelsea manager and former yeah. player who was greatly loved at our club. Of talking, of, talking of Chelsea, our ratings. Mm. Uh, ooh, okay. Our best rated uh, player is N'Golo Kante, 89. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Bakayoko rated higher than Loftus-Cheek. He's at 79. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Mason Mount, obviously, we didn't know what the season he would start off no. with. He's 75 rated. What I do, look, looking at the defenders, Alonso, uh, 66 pace. I mean, Alonso just looks a, a poorer card than he used to be. Yeah, that pace is appalling. To be fair, Kepper, Kepper's good. I mean, he's going to be a decent keeper to start squads off with, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Silver players, Tamori, he looks a decent card, 80 pace, 71 defence and physical, he'll be a good silver card. Is he a 72 overall? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, no one really stands out. Hudson Adoy, obviously had his injury, he's got 85 pace, 80 dribbling, 64 shot. I feel Pulisic has been a bit screwed over. Yeah, he's it's, it's got poor shooting, hasn't he? He's in like, only like 66 shooting or something 68. Like 68 yeah, shooting yeah. you know considering he got the same rating as he did last season which I don't understand no it's a strange one you know his pace is there he's physical he's a bit poor but ugh. I have played with you know played with the Chelsea side on the demo and I don't even know if, who I could say stuck out as a player that thought oh he was really good no one to in game, in game obviously I mean our team being given 4.5 stars, I guess it's fair. But yeah. is Hazard, losing Hazard, really a half-star downgrade? Mm. Well, I don't know. It's a bit it's harsh, a... but he was unbelievable for us. And you could argue we was a one-man team last season. So mm, it's, it's possible. I mean, how do you feel about, you've played the demo, I've played the demo. How are you feeling about it? 
I think it's a lot better than last year, to be honest. Which, to be honest, isn't hard. Let's let's be fair. Uh, I did. I, I played it and I got a bit grumpy and was like, "This is crap." I played it a couple more times. A couple of other teams: PSG, Real Madrid, Dortmund. Uh, it, it's all right. It's very. It's different. I feel it's a bit slower. Yeah, but I think it needed to be so just to get that realism back. Because on the last one, yeah, it was so quick and shots are flying everywhere, and you can score from anywhere. And you that's a fair. the ball sixty yards upfield, and it just weren't realistic last year. I haven't been able to try out the free kicks yet because I've never had a kick. I have. And I'm telling you now, it is really hard. <laughs> oh, you scored yet? Um, not really. Come close, to be honest. Oh. Oh. Mm, I, I mean, it's, it, it's good to keep it fresh, I suppose. <laughs> well, I played, I played my mate yesterday. Um, first two minutes I played, put in a tackle by accident, got sent off. Well, game for me. Nice. Wasn't a red card, but I'm not bitter or anything, so I just won't won't mention that. Um, have they got have they got VAR in it now? I don't think so. But if if they've got VAR, I want that red card turnover. That'd be that'd be brilliant. You could it's actually pee on it. That'd be I've brilliant. I've got a penalty, and uh, the penalties are quite hard as well. To be honest, I'm pretty sure I ate the penalty out of the stadium. Yeah, I've always gone down the middle, but I yeah, just well, find I, I, it. Everyone dives. They always dive online. That's why I was like, oh, middle. Oh yeah. I went down the middle last night and unfortunately went into Rosehead. So oh. that was good. See, the other game mode that's part of the demo, Volta. See, I went into Volta expecting Atletico Madrid Falco quality. And I got Man United Falco. Falco. That's what I feel. That's my honest opinion. I went into that thing in FIFA Street. I loved that game as a, a kid. I absolutely loved it. The original brilliant game. This is not FIFA Street. And I personally got a bit bored. I know it's a demo, but... And it could change, but I personally found it a bit boring. That's just my view. It just it lacks the skill that you used to be able to do. It, it, that's my opinion, anyway. You used it, to be able just, to like, do all these tricks and fancy flicks and stuff like that. And on this one, I think it's a bit harder to do that. It's just more of a yeah, just running about a little street. Yeah, uh, it's all yeah. right. It's okay. It, it, it's it's all right. That's probably fair. I mean, I will personally pick the game up when it's the sales towards Thanksgiving, Black Friday, because it always drops by about twenty, thirty pounds. Because I don't like to admit that last season I paid sixty nine ninety nine for the Champions Edition and got nothing out of that. It did not. And because I'm more a career mode guy, because obviously Football Manager twenty twenty, I'm going to be playing on Switch. I'll I'll be I'll be playing career mode. That is pretty. Now I've played Volta. I know I'll be just playing career mode. And can I justify the spend to get it on release? Nah, there's no point. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, if, I've got I'm a big Ultimate Team player, like I said. So I've got the Champions Edition. So yeah, I mean that's fair. If you're gonna play that, yeah. you're gonna, you know, yeah, exactly. It, it's exactly that. I played Ultimate Team a lot for the last two years, but obviously because of. I had my account compromised, et cetera, et cetera. I ain't going into it. But it just kind of annoyed me how EA dealt with me and everything. So I'm kind of like, oh, my team, what did I get out of it? The only time I ever got anything good out of it was the year before when I got National Hero Salah. And uh, who else did I get? I got Manuel Neuer. And I can't remember who the other player was. Really high rated. I literally can't remember. It was a really oh, good... Yeah. Oh, I got Sergio Ramos. That was it. But bad. it's just so... It's literally just... It is, it is almost like, I can see why the gambling aspect with loot boxes comes into it. Yeah, definitely. I really can. Definitely. So, yeah, I'll be picking that up towards Christmas time. I've got many games to play. Many games to play. 
I know you've told me. And I know I've, there I've is been a lot of games. Yeah, I've I've been I've repeatedly been saying it to my mom, my girlfriend. It's like I'll get I've realised in my head I'm like I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I'm getting Football Manager 2020 when it comes out on release at the oh it's the end of November now. Ah, oh, but I'm looking forward to Football Manager, which could be another day. We'll talk about that. But oh, for you're now, Football Manager. I, I am indeed. You haven't mentioned it at all. I haven't. I do want one thing. They've I've just seen when I typed in FIFA opinions. It said the FIFA 20 soundtrack's just been posted online so i'm going to check that out later that, that's always quite good you know what always... Un- unpopular opinion but i think since fifa 09 010 the fifa soundtracks have been shit yeah they've not been the same not no. the same i do like the cracks from another sky i thought that was a good song there's still that's... some gems that you get like the odd one or two songs oh like, for sure. dragons what was the song uh i'm on top uh, of the world, top of the world yeah. yeah yeah so we're going to extra time Games to watch. There is one big game Saturday. RB Leipzig versus Bayern. Half-five kickoff. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Whether I'll watch it, I don't know. But I really feel that everyone else should be watching this. Yeah, that's more it, games to watch this week, to be the fair. Top, so. You know, the only other game I had was obviously on Sunday, Monaco-Marseille. Monaco struggling. They've shown signs of a turnaround, but, you know, mm. and obviously former Chelsea connections, Cesc Fabregas at Monaco and of ADB. Course, yeah. AVB managing Marseille. Mm. That's pretty, you know, it could be an absolute dire game. Yeah, yeah. So, but Leipzig-Bayern, that looks an incredible game, especially how Leipzig have started. How Bayern have started as well. It's like, this could be a tasty little fixture. That's definitely the game to watch of the weekend, abroad anyway, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, absolutely. You know, both uh, Leipzig have obviously got the perfect start. Nine from nine. Bayern, seven from nine. I think I think Leipzig could I think Leipzig could be the serious challengers for the title this season ahead of I Dortmund. Could, yeah. yeah, definitely. You know, I, I can't argue yeah. with that really. With Nagelsmann in charge, I just feel that they really have a good shot at winning this title. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. They've got a good chance. I think Bayern will win it, but they've got a chance. Bayern usually do. You know, yeah. they always seem to find a way. Fair play, but. It'd be, it's at Leipzig as well. So, you know, they have every... And you're playing Bayern so early in the season and where they haven't got their rhythm together. I think it's a perfect game to Leipzig to sort of stamp their authority and say, look, we're in for this title race. Yeah, it's a good time to play Bayern. I think you're right. that They need to sort of put a market down to say, yep, we're here. We're going to challenge for the title. Let's beat the, cha- uh, the champions. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Champions League kicks off this coming week as well. Yeah. There's many tasty fixtures. Dortmund-Barcelona stands out for me. I know you like that one. I know. I like really do. I mean, I think Chelsea have got a huge advantage this week because Valencia just went and sacked their manager. So, so bring Gary Neville back in. We're fine with that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Gary Neville coming back in so we can beat them 7 0. I just think it's incredible that they've done that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. which it's, it's incredible how that will affect them. I don't know. Hopefully, it will be a bit of more negative than a positive. So, so, we hope so. So, yeah, that's pretty much our games to watch. Question, you've got one, I've heard. I have got one. So, let's get into it. The Volta on FIFA got me thinking, what would be the ultimate Premier League five-a-side team? Of all time or just currently? Just currently, just currently. Oof. In goal, I would say Edison. Yeah, it'd have to be Edison. Yeah. Edison over Allison because obviously he can play with his feet. So can Allison, but Edison's got the more, 
I've I just feel that he could do more tricks than Allison could. I, I feel Edison could genuinely play midfield and not look out of place. You, you could pick the whole Man City squad considering yeah, how they play. Definitely could pick the whole Man but City squad. Yeah. One def- was this one defender, two mids, two strike? No, that's not how it works. No, one of each. What? One of each. <laughs> so it's four aside. No, sorry. One one goalkeeper, one defender, two midfielders. Oh, okay. Bamiang is a striker. Good show. Good show. Midfield. Mm. <laughs> See, defender-wise, I would probably go, just for pure hilarity, David Luiz. He'd probably be good at five Because he's everywhere. Yeah. Getting, spraying those balls around. You know, he's, he's as the quarterback in sort of player. Yeah. Midfielder-wise, it's difficult because I'd put Salah in there. Even though okay. you could be, you could classify him as a forward. You really could. Yeah, you could call him a right midfielder. So you can put him in there if you want. Yeah, it's that's a difficult one as well. I mean, I don't think you could have Mane, but right, I've got one. De, De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Yeah, I'd go with that, De Bruyne. Yeah, I'll, I would have gone with De Bruyne. I think I'd probably go Edison in goal. I'd go David yeah. at the back just because I think he would be good in five side. Oh, he easily would. Uh, then I'd go Kante just because you could just run about and just not get tired. Then I'd go De Bruyne. Then I'd probably go... I'm going to go over up front. You know what? I'd probably go Bamiang as well. Yeah, he's got he's got pace, he's got shot, and obviously he's, he's just... You feel that he's got those tricks in his locker to sort of... Yeah. That's the whole point of FIFA Street, really. Yeah. You know, no, I agree with that. That's not, some, yeah. some, some good 11, some good fives there. Not 11, yeah. some good fives. So... <laughs> Final, final question that we'll end on. Go on. Borrowing it from another pod. Is it ever acceptable to leave a game before the final whistle? Ooh. Um, for me personally, a competitive game, I just don't think you should ever leave. So the only time, I've done it before, but to be fair, it's been when you want to beat the traffic. That's kind of what I've done it. Where it's been that. like, And this was like a really local, local team. And it's That's sort of been like fire. It's, it's we're into ad, we're into added on time. You think, hmm, if I leave now, I can get out the car park first and be home. Yeah, I'll do that. We'll, we, yeah, it'll be fine. You know, I, I guess when you're at like, we've seen comebacks, and you'd be gutted to have missed out on some of the most ridiculous comebacks ever. Well, there's a, a picture that went out last uh, last season on Twitter about the Tottenham fan that left the half time um, again uh, in the Ajax Tottenham game. It was three and you just feel like, why do that? Why I would never, yeah, I would never leave at half time. Yeah, I mean that's just I mean, stupid. Imagine if you stupid. imagine if you did that in two thousand and five at Istanbul, Liverpool three exactly. 0 down. Oh, we're going home. <laughs> it's not even you know. just that. Like for me, you're there to support your team through thick and thin. You've paid money to like to for the ticket. You've probably paid money to get there. Just stay to yeah. the end of the game and just watch the team play. Enjoy it. You, you never know with football. You, it can turn around so quickly. Yeah, it's you know, true. But look at yeah. look at England, Kosovo in the week. Yeah, exactly. You Five, would three. never have seen. I mean, they could have easily come back and drawn. You would have never expected for them to go in five five one up at half time. For it to be five three on fifty five minutes, you're like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Are we about to exactly. witness something here? You know. I, yeah, it, if it's traffic reasons, you're fine. Just go, get in your car, go home, or get the train. That's fine. Probably best not to leave because you're losing. You think, screw this. You know, yeah, it, 
I just feel when you do that, it's just a bit petty. Like you just spend your money, watch it. You, you should support uh, your team through thick and thin. So just stay and watch the game. But it's you, expe- well. you know, tickets are expensive. You know, obviously, Definitely. look, away tickets are capped now at thirty pound. I think yeah. it's thirty. But yeah, I looked yeah. up looked up tickets for say Chelsea standard around average of fifty pound. You know, you you factor in your travel costs. You think, you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. To, to, the av- to the average person, that's a lot of money. And it's just not worth it. I'd, I'd just stay, you know, yeah, it might suck and you might lose. But it's just worth seeing out to the end. Exactly. exactly. It really is. You might see a miracle. You might not. But, you know, you've paid good money. You might as well get the full, get the full experience and get support the full- your team. Just support your team. Exactly. You know, that's kind of why we're there. We are the supporters rally the team yeah. you know the 12th man as they say it's so you'd be amazed we all know how home advantage is so important it's cliche but 12th, the 12th man is so important it really, Hun- really is you know it, it's great to be fair talking of that sort of 12th man it's great to see a positive atmosphere at Chelsea in every game it's like everyone's so excited now so it's always a good thing exactly that's how much you know getting the fans on board how important it is to get them on board look at Sarri last season he didn't and there's like this toxic energy at Stamford Bridge. That's not what you want. No, exactly, exactly. So, no. yeah, is it acceptable? Only if you want to go home because of traffic, and that's like last few minutes. Don't don't do it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that. So that's pretty much our episode coming to a close. We've got Wolves tomorrow, Valencia on Tuesday. So we'll be reviewing them two games and the game. I think it's Liverpool, isn't it, next weekend? Oh, God, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if Alisson's back because apparently he's still suffering from his injury. Hopefully he's not. But apparently he won't be back before mid-October. That's what Jurgen Klopp said today, so... Well... Advantage. It's an advantage when you've got Adrian in goal, so taking it. You say that, but he stopped us from winning the trophy early on in the season, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, we've got all the hope that we'll be able to uh, get those three points. So, yeah. Exactly. We shall see you later and see you next week. See you next time. We will return next week where we will talk all things Chelsea. So until then, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at the bridge pod. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time.